0: Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Moving Toward Better podcast. I'm your host, Karen Bemis, from movingtowardbetter.com and KE Bemis Consulting, and I'm here to help you live your best life, powered by your unique and amazing personality. Hello, my lovelies, today we're talking about travel and how to have a better travel experience based on your personality. It's a big subject, I know, but when you understand personalities, travel gets easier too, whether it's for business or pleasure. For those who are new to the podcast, my name is Karen Bemis, I'm a certified DISC consultant, and I coach others to have a kick-butt life and business based on your amazing personality. To do that, I use the DISC personality system which includes the driven, inspired, supportive, and cautious personalities, also known as D, I, S, and C. Through that, I help women entrepreneurs create a life and business that thrills them based on their amazing personality, and I help them maintain amazing relationships with those they care about most. So how does that apply to travel? Let's find out. Usually when I talk about a subject, I talk about each personality at length on that subject. For this episode, though, I'm going to shake things up a bit and talk about different aspects of travel and how each personality handles them in balance and out of balance. Remember, in balance is when we're at our most comfortable. Out of balance is when we're feeling stressed or off in some way. Our behavior can be very different Based on whether we're in balance or out of balance. So let's see what that looks like in the travel process. Believe it or not, your personality influences every decision you make for a trip, from where you go to where you'll stay to what you'll do when you get there. And obviously, we can't get through every possible permutation, but my hope is that when you're finished listening to this podcast, you'll have a much better understanding of your travel personality and the personality types of those you travel with, whether they're family or business associates. For most of this podcast, we'll talk about personal travel, but applying the principles to business travel will become apparent as we go along, even if I don't mention them specifically. So let's start with choosing a destination. For business, that's mostly a done deal, but for personal travel, That can be the very first sticking point. A D personality will pick somewhere and that's it. They don't need to have a conversation about it because they know why they want to go, where they want to go. If you want to pick somewhere else to go, be prepared to stand up for it because there will be a discussion. If you want to influence the destination with a D personality, it's best to bring those suggestions before any decision is made. It's also best to offer a few options and let the D-person decide. Then they feel like they have choices and some control over the outcome, which helps keep the driven personality in balance. For the I-personality, they want to go somewhere that they can have fun. They rarely care where they're going, as long as there is that promise of fun. The trick with the I-person is knowing what fun means for them. If they're active, Picking a trip requiring lots of hiking might be ideal. If they detest hiking, you're in for a very difficult time, although they will make a go of it if they think the people that they're traveling with are worth the effort. But they may make bad jokes and do things to entertain themselves and others the entire time. For the S personality, they will defer to everyone else even if they really want to go somewhere specific which can be a double-edged sword. Supportive personalities want everyone to be happy, so they rarely challenge a decision. But once you get there, it could be a minefield because an unhappy S personality can be incredibly passive aggressive. So anything that goes wrong has the potential for backhanded criticism. The way to circumvent this is through choice. If you have multiple options, don't make the S personality choose for the group because if things go wrong, then they will feel ultimately responsible. Instead, ask for their input and they'll give you the reasons that each one is good. If they aren't supportive of a specific idea, it might be best to skip that one as your destination. Sometimes the best way to find out Where an S personality would like to go is to ask them the pros and cons of each place. Listen to them, and you'll know what they prefer by how they talk about each destination. Also, supportive personalities like stability. So they're the type of people that often prefer to visit somewhere that they're familiar with or somewhere they've been before. C personalities are the ones who want to research everything about a trip including the destination. When the process begins, they'll research and learn as much as they can about each possibility, both the good and the bad, which can be very helpful in choosing. But they will get overwhelmed if there's too many choices, so it's best to narrow them down as early as possible. They also don't want to pick the wrong destination because it will haunt them. So a group decision or someone else making the final decision is helpful for them. But remember to thank them for their research and for their help with making the decision. Trust me, they put a lot of thought and effort into that. So we know how each personality feels about picking a destination. Now we're going to talk about how to deal with choosing a destination if you have that particular personality. How can the D personality make choosing a destination easier? Ask. Seriously, don't assume that everyone wants to do what you want to do or that they'll just adapt. Consult your fellow travelers and be willing to listen to others' concerns and answer their questions if they have them. Not everyone is comfortable with figuring it out when you get there. And those people will slow you down when they're feeling stressed which makes you even more stressed. And that is not pretty. So it's best to address the issues now and avoid the hassle later. If you're the I personality, understand (laughs) others need to actually make decisions. (laughs) They want to know the plans. And if there aren't plans, it stresses them out. They may go with the flow for a bit or they may resent not knowing what's going on. Keep people informed, even if that means someone, probably not you, creates a spreadsheet for everyone to add their input. That way you share information and you don't forget who you shared it with. It can also be a fun way for everyone to stay connected during the planning process. Organization and fun at the same time, yes, it can be done. (laughs) If you have the S personality. You cannot travel without making decisions and you won't be happy unless you share your opinion. I understand that for most things you truly are willing to go along with the group, but if you have a strong preference, you have to speak up. Other personalities won't understand the hints that you drop or the suggestions that you make as you expressing your wants and needs. You need to be specific so you don't get frustrated and blow your top later and not understand how people didn't know how you were feeling. They often need you to be a little more direct and understand that direct doesn't feel bad to them. They prefer it so there's no misunderstanding. That way you get your needs met and make them more comfortable too. Yay for win-win situations, right? For the C personality, You love living in the details, and it gives you great pleasure to know all about the places you're going and the things that you're gonna do. For others, that's not as important, but they will benefit from your knowledge later. You can gather all the information you need and be ready with it when decisions need to be made or people are confused. The trick for you is to know how much information is enough and how much is too much, which is usually when somebody starts to move on or says, it's time to make a decision now. I know some of you are thinking that if picking a destination is this involved, the rest of the vacation is gonna be a nightmare, but I disagree. When you can communicate your wants from the beginning, everything goes more smoothly in the planning process And we'll talk about the steps to make it a great vacation for each personality type. Plus you don't have invisible expectations that somebody else doesn't understand. So next let's talk about how to get there. Might seem simple, but each personality feels differently about the travel process. So let's look at that a little further. The D personality likes to do things quickly. If the point of the vacation is to get to a vacation destination, they want the fastest way possible. If the vacation is a road trip, they're the ones who want to see as much as possible in whatever amount of time you have. For example, I have a friend who loves to take road trips every summer in the span of a couple of weeks. She puts several thousand miles on her car, and will visit multiple places and even multiple states on a daily basis. And she absolutely loves it. I love seeing her pictures, following her adventures, but her pace would absolutely wear me out. As a matter of fact, when we vacationed in an area she had been to, she couldn't understand why I didn't want to drive five hours one way to see a beautiful national park that she recommended. For her, that was no big deal. For me, it was too much to deal with, to drive that many hours for just a couple hours of hiking with three kids when I could go to other places nearby. Again, she loves her way of traveling and I love mine. So for the I and the S personality, they want the journey to be as stress-free as possible, although they may approach that in different ways. The I personality will think of entertaining activities to do and games to play, happy movies to download on iPads, and ways to engage others during the trip because getting there can be half the fun. The S personality wants everyone to enjoy themselves but would be more likely to give each person a book or a puzzle book or download some new games for their children to enjoy, focusing on individual fun rather than group fun. Whether flying or driving, they will have snacks, although being less task oriented, you might be buying them along the way, but especially for the I personality, that can also be part of the fun. Buying gas station snacks is not something we would normally do in our family. So stopping for gas and getting to choose an individual bag of snacks and a candy bar would have been a big deal for our kids when we traveled. When flying, we would let our kids buy or borrow a book before we left and or grab a snack from the newsstand at the airport, which again was something special for them to do. And it made travel so much easier and fun without spending a lot of money. Even as an adult, I still get a bit of a thrill from buying a treat at the airport or at a gas station when we're traveling. I know that seems weird to some people, but it works for us. For the C personality, they're looking to keep things on schedule. They're the people who are at least two hours early to the airport when they're flying, when driving, they have the route mapped out to avoid certain cities at rush hour, but still see all the attractions they want to see. They think through every scenario several times and prepare for as many of them as they can think of. When they're traveling by plane, They research airlines and flight times and alternate cities if budgets a concern. They'll calculate the cost per hour to drive as opposed to flying and make recommendations based on that. If they're driving, they'll know where the construction is, how to avoid it. They may even buy or find online sites with maps and routes to explore. It gives them a sense of peace to have as much information as possible to access quickly and easily, which can end up giving you more time to do the things you love and more money in your pocket when you get home. Now, for business, it may sound simple, but for some personalities, it's more involved than you might think. Because with the D&I personalities wanting to get there as quickly as possible, the S&C personalities are thinking about how each choice affects others or the quality of the trip itself. For example, if the DRI person doesn't have to deal with childcare, they may book a 6 a.m. flight not understanding that it would be easier for someone dealing with childcare to leave later in the day or to leave a day earlier so that they can take their children to school or have someone come into their home and leave in a peaceful rather than rushed way. Asking which would be better and allowing the reserve people to respond to that question by email shows an appreciation for everyone and may result in a much more productive outcome of the trip. A few times a year, I attend a business retreat with one of my members. It's set up as a two-day getaway to do nothing but work on our businesses, whatever that means for each person. Some people show up at the last minute and dive in. Others, like me, get there a day early. I do it so I get more time to meet people and get to know them. Some want an extra few hours to themselves, and some use the time to acquaint themselves with the venue so they don't feel as anxious about being around new people. If you're working and traveling with others, knowing this can be the difference between a mediocre trip and a great one whether it's business or pleasure. Now that you know about getting there, what are you gonna do when you get there? That's also a big question, so let's go by personality to answer it. The driven personality loves to be busy and is often a thrill or adventure seeker. They take the difficult trail, they zip line, or they find some way to create a competition, even if it's to see who can swim the length of the pool the fastest. The adrenaline rush is their friend and they seek it out whenever they can. If they're not particularly physically oriented, they may love Las Vegas for the thrill of gambling, or they may go to New York to see how many plays they can see in one week. While they love to be on the move, their pace can be completely overwhelming for others who feel like they need a vacation from their vacation when they get home. One of the ways to make that easier is to let the D person have a day where they get to be busy, but anyone who wants to can have a day to relax and hang at the pool or just relax if they need to. The I personality loves to be busy with their people. As long as there are people to do things, the I person is happy. Depending on their level of adventure seeking, they may want to take a hot air balloon ride, take a guided tour, or go to a local farmer's market. They like meeting people in new places, and anything that helps them do that makes them very happy. For example, I was recently in Colorado, a couple hours from Denver. There is the opportunity to whitewater raft, which some of my family would love. I would not. I have never had the desire to whitewater raft in my life, probably because I almost drowned as a child. I love the ocean. I enjoy a nice pool and I'm okay with taking a boat out on a lake, but whitewater rafting is not my thing. Knowing that is great. Knowing that there's a shopping area that has shops filled with items from local artisans that I could spend hours in would mean a win-win for my family. It's as simple as, and as complicated as that. For the S and C personalities, a slower pace is preferable. They don't want to be on the go all day, racing from one activity to the next. They like to know what to expect, and they aren't particularly fond of surprises, unless they're the ones planning them. They would rather do one thing for a while than several different things in a day. So if you take them to a place like Disney World, they will not be the ones advocating for moving from one park to another. They would much rather stay in one place and thoroughly enjoy it than jump on transportation between parks and lose time to be together or to see all the attractions in one park. While some would find that exciting, they would find it stressful. Remember, These are the personality types that like to return to the familiar. So the fact that they want to revisit the familiar or become familiar with a new place should come as no surprise to their traveling companions. This is a great thing to know for business travel too. Some business people you travel with want to work out after a long day. They need to expel their pent up energy from the day. Some people, including me, like to unwind at the end of the day by enjoying the company of the people they're working with in a more relaxed setting or by meeting new people in a new location. Others who are more reserved would rather have a quiet dinner alone, read a bit and go to bed early. None of these is right or wrong. It's merely a preference. Now, let's talk about what happens when you get home and maybe even when you should come home. The driven personality can switch gears faster than most. So getting home on a Sunday evening and jumping back into the fray on Monday isn't difficult for them. They don't need as much time to reboot as other personalities. Now, this can be a problem if you're a woman who works outside the home and takes care of most of the home issues as well. Then you may have a recipe for an angry meltdown because there's so much to do and you don't feel like you have adequate time to get everything done which is incredibly frustrating for you because you don't like to lose even to household chores. So keep listening. And I'm going to share some solutions about that. Although you may not need this for yourself, it might help you to understand the others that you travel with. So keep listening. For the I personality, you are not much on routines. Although a wise inspired personality knows the value of routines. So you're then free to be more spontaneous. Sounds counterintuitive, I know, but that's the truth. And I'll be talking about that more in a future podcast. You definitely benefit from having a bit of time to get your ducks in a row after a vacation or business trip, or your suitcases might be laying around in six months. You know I'm right, don't you? (laughs) The S personality knows they don't like to be pushed. And coming home on a Sunday and jumping right in would be a recipe for stress and disaster. You much prefer to transition into situations at a slower pace. And when you're pushed, you tend to shut down. For you, it would be helpful to have a plan in place to get back to your routines before you leave for your trip and post it where you'll see it when you get back. Also, just as a kindness to yourself, estimate how long you think it will take you to do something and then double it so that you can be effective and hit those goals rather than get distracted and miss them so that you end up living out of your suitcases for far too long. You know what I mean, don't you? Moving on to the C personality. You stress out the most when you can't do all the things you need or want to do when you get back into your routines. You benefit the most from having a post-trip plan, and while that may come naturally to you, remember not everyone in your family will be as excited about your plan as you might be, but everyone can benefit from it if you make it reasonable and not too complicated. One thing that we found that's incredibly helpful is to come home a day or two early from our trips. While that may mean a day or two less on the trip, we found that it gives us time to re-enter our regular lives. After a couple of days in our own beds, with time to reset all of our routines and be ready to start fresh when we go back to real life, and I put that in air quotes because it's all real life, isn't it? This just makes the transition easier. Now that we've been through all these things, here's a bit of a (laughs) curveball. Sometimes, When we're faced with different situations, we behave differently than our primary personality blend. I know that makes some of you want to throw up your hands and give up, but hear me out. Travel is one of the few areas of my life where I am very detailed. My personality type struggles with details typically, and I would much rather deal with people and have fun. But for me, travel is fun. So I'm willing to go that extra mile to make it fun for everyone especially my detailed and more reserved family. I make packing lists. I print out itineraries and make reservations, all of which take a lot of energy and focus for me. And it can stress me out if there's no plan. So I step it up in that area because my family's worth it. I tell you this because you may find yourself in the same boat with your family. Maybe your usually easygoing child is being belligerent and difficult because they're overwhelmed with the amount of activity. Maybe your normally happy go lucky spouse is being snarky and critical because they aren't having the fun they expected. Maybe you're stressed out because you made all these freaking plans and none of them are working out the way you wanted. It's important to understand that even when you're working towards something you're excited about, it can be stressful. And communication is key. One year, we took a vacation and stayed at a lovely resort in Florida. My brother, who previously worked for Disney, arranged for some of his friends to sign us into the park for free, which was a very kind and acceptable thing for them to do for us at that time. And we were so grateful. But by the end of the second day, our children were not happy when we told them we were going to another park the next day. Their exact words were, do we have to? <laughs> when we asked them why they didn't want to go, they said they wanted to spend a day at the resort with just our family and spend time with their dad who'd been traveling and hadn't been home much. We called my brother and thanked him profusely for what he had arranged, but we just des- we declined to go to the park the next day. There was a bit of stress at first, but... When I explained that the kids just wanted time with their dad, he understood, and we ended up having the most wonderful day swimming, playing tennis, and hanging out with each other. It happened on other vacations, too, where we planned something and our kids didn't want to do it, so we canceled. No, it wasn't that we gave in. We simply chose to do activities that suited them more. It saved us some money, and it was a much better experience because we did that. And to this day, our adult children still love to travel. The bottom line is that even people who love to travel and who love each other can have very different needs when they do travel. Knowing and understanding your personality and the personalities of those around you makes it so much easier to travel with less stress and conflict. Isn't that amazing? Wouldn't it be great to take a family trip without cranky kids or a business trip where you're not annoyed with your coworkers, it is possible. And that's where I come in. You can get more information about this and so many other subjects by joining the KE Bemis Consulting email list. There's a link for that in the show notes. By doing that, you'll be able to take the first step toward understanding yourself, your business, and everyone around you better. You get the best discount on a personal disk assessment and follow-up appointment with me to discuss your results and your amazing personality. You'll also get access to all of the other tools to make your life and your business so much easier. And most of them will be at a discounted price because being on my email list has its privileges. Seriously, when you start learning and applying this information, people will think you're magic because you learn to treat them the way they want to be treated. It's called the Platinum Rule. And I have a podcast talking about that too. So check the show notes for that link as well. Until next time, think about your travel personality. Think about creating your best life and your best business using your amazing personality. Sign up for the email list today. Love you all. At Moving Toward Better and KE Bemis Consulting, it's our mission to help you live your best life powered by your unique and amazing personality. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast today and head over to kebemis.com to learn more about how amazing your personality is. That's K E b-e-m-m-e-s.com. And if you missed that, check the show notes for the web address. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being you and have a great day. Love you all.